Let me hear you say crux, yeah. Crux, yeah. Let me hear you say crux, yeah. Crux, yeah. Crux, yeah, podcast. Crux, crux. Crux, yeah, brother. <laughs> Here we are again, dude. I like that. I like Sean that. Santos, dude. Hey, what's up, guys? What's up? <laughs> what's going on? Not dude? sure where I need to I look right here, Thanks right? You, you don't need to look. You can look there, but I mean, you know, the cameras are there. I don't look most of the time, but <laughs> what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another week. Um, couple things so i'm starting to do uh like upcoming dates and events in the beginning yeah, you know how yeah. a lot of podcasts they do them way at the fucking end yeah so I everyone's like, like not even listen to any like, ending <laughs> yeah yeah or like i feel like you're rushing it in at the end and mm. you always forget or whatever but um so i like to do it at the beginning but here real quick um obviously as always if you're new to the podcast or you're tuning in you know if you've been a, you know a listener since i started or for the past while thanks for coming back and, uh, you know, be sure to follow me on social media for updates, uh, TikTok and Instagram at Crux Crawford, just like how my name is spelled. Um, and then, you know, the videos on YouTube, if you want to check that out, if you just want to listen, that's fine. Be sure to leave me a five-star review on Spotify. Thanks to everybody who's been doing that so far. And then also, if you want to leave me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts too, thanks to everybody that's done that so far. Even if you just hit five stars, I really appreciate all the support. Uh, where are you going to be, man? What, what date? March twentieth. I got Dallas Hyenas actually. Uh, oh yeah, Diego Morales is doing the Tuxix Chuckle comedy, and so I'll be in his. Because yeah, you were in the other one, right? Yeah, yeah. He invited me back to this one to cool. try, try, try again to like redeem to redeem redeem myself. Cool. I wouldn't even call it redemption. Like it was a great competition. There was just a lot of good competition. Yeah, was that Thomas? That was Thomas Craig that won that. Yeah, Thomas is a cool guy. The one white guy of all the contestants. I'm just <laughs> yeah. saying it might have been rigged. I'm just playing. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah, dude, Thomas is cool. I saw no, Thomas on Thursday. Time. He had a good time. I see Thomas a lot. Um, okay, so is that it? You got anything else? Uh, that's the big one. I think I'm going on Mike Tribby's podcast like next week or something like that too. And then uh, from there, just uh, working on some material, man. Just keep working on new jokes and mics and get better. I oh, mean, yeah. First oh, yeah, year dude. still. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, me too. So you, when are you going to have a year? A year is going to be March 15th, actually. It's coming Fuck up yeah. real oh, close. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was going to do month. a cute little post to like everything I've seen. Yeah, that's awesome. With. Yeah, so it's uh, you, me, Jordan, Cody, Corey Cherry, uh, Jacob Marshall. Um, it was like the days of the door. Ryan the hy- Hyenas opened with COVID. We were like all just... Ran yeah, you there. started before me. Yes, I was thinking about what I'm. This is just a idea at this point. We'll see how I actually feel when it gets to the you know when it gets to my actual anniversary in June. But um, I'm thinking about like maybe like uh, organizing like a dinner for everybody that's had a like about had a year. Oh, in shit. 2022. Hell yeah. Hell uh, yeah. You know that started in 2021. So <clears throat> that'd be cool. You know, yeah. get everybody from DFW that's been uh, that gets that has a year at that point. You know, when I do, or maybe it's about to. You know. But um, the support's crazy nowadays. Like three, four years ago, you wouldn't have the support system, I feel like, in the comedy world that you do now. It seems I don't like. know. Yeah, it's hard to say, dude. Oh, but real quick. So let me do my things. So this is where I'm going to be. Um, all right. So if you want to come see me, I'm going to be on the Classified Comedy Show. Last time it was at Dallas Comedy Club. This time it's going to be back at LG Taps on Greenville in Dallas. It's a great venue. It's outside. It's going to be starting to be nice again because it's March. So hopefully it'll be a nice day that day too and a lot warmer. Um, so yeah, man, come see me there. Uh, Eddie Trevino puts on that show. It's a fucking awesome show. I've been a part of every one of them pretty much since he started doing it. Um, and it's a, yeah, it's an awesome comedy show. He always has drop-ins of, uh, you know, headliner comedians, man. So it's a great show. Come and check it out. I'm going to be there. Um, and then also I'm going to be at Dallas comedy club, March 26, Saturday, March 26, 10 PM show. Um, doing, I forget <clears throat> exactly what my spots going to be, but uh, I'm definitely going to be there. I'm going to be part of that show. They hit me up about it this past week. So that just got added nice. for me. So March 19th and then March 26th, Dallas comedy club, awesome venue, LG taps, Greenville, awesome place. 
Yeah, so. I saw you there that last time, man. You did put on a hell oh, of a show. Oh, the Dallas Comedy Club? Yeah, where Stanko took us. Yeah, the guest yeah, spot. Yeah, yeah, thanks, yeah he told you about that shit, too, right? How he gave us a ride yeah, up there? Yeah, his whole side of the story. Yeah. Fucking left us there. Yeah. I'll have to have you back with him when I get the other mic and Oh, shit. man. That's what I'm saying. I was going to talk so much shit today, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, son of a bitch. Yeah, dude. No, that'd be entertaining. Shout out to Stanko. Awesome. He's awesome. Piece of shit. Yeah, he's awesome. He is. Piece no, we actually shit. rode together. He's awesome. So I performed in Lawton. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, with Ian and Andrew. Dude, and shit. Outlaw Comedy Crew hooked it up for me. So I'm I've yeah, lived Ian out and Andrew there. are really cool, man. Yeah, they're really good. Yeah. Uh, Billy McFarland was. I touched his ass. I touched Billy's ass. That's funny. It was, and it was. I don't like really know that I guy that did. well. I, I think I might have met him once or something, maybe. But uh, just, I know who he is. <laughs> it's funny as shit because at the end of it, I was just like, "You smell good tonight." You smell <laughs> good today. <laughs> That's funny, dude. That's funny, man. But um, no, uh, at the Va- Vasca <laughs> Theater, it was actually a really cool show venue. Um, a bunch of my old buddies from the army and stuff came out too, so they actually let me do a guest host spot. So I got to like host the whole show. Oh hell yeah! And that was just so much fun. We got Zach to come on too, so he got to perform too. Oh, that's awesome! And it was a really there. good show. Am I backing off the mic too much? No, no you're oh, fine, dude. You. You're good. You're good. I, I'm just fucking out of it, dude. Like my hair. <laughs> like you're talking about my hair. Dude, so I have like thick wavy hair. So when I wash it mm-hmm. and I don't put any product, it's fucking like clown hair, dude. It gets out of control. And it's been just a crazy fucking baby day, dude. I've just been out of control one thing after another. I'm fucking deliriously <laughs> tired, but I have to do the show for the people. For the people. For the listeners. Yes, yes. All they those. count on this coming into their feed on Tuesday at midnight. And that's what I do it dude, for. Dude, I wait. I wait. I've been like watching all the episodes. <laughs> oh, now. yeah. So I have a little notification. I'm like, oh, click. Let me watch that real quick. So it's getting to the point where I'm going to really start actually promoting it hardcore, like with average advertising and stuff because now i've banked i wanted to wait till i banked up a couple episodes not a couple but uh, several episodes especially uh with the new year with the multi-camera and really like Absolutely. you know full-on doing all the youtube shit in addition to the audio so this is the hard year for this podcast oh yeah yeah because i was getting my bearings like when i started it last july <clears throat> i started it after i've been doing comedy for like a month and i was like let me get my bearings. Let me figure out what I want to do. Let me figure out the cadence. Let me figure out the length of time. Let me figure out the logistics. I was waiting to set the studio up for a while, and now it's been up and running that for several good, months. By the way. I like Thanks, it. man. Thanks. Uh, did you get that made by somebody? Yeah, I got it custom made. It's a custom neon. Um, that's the company. So they did oh, a really yeah. good job. It's really cool. Um, they're they're a really quick turnaround, and they're a great company. But um, not a sponsor of the podcast. They can <laughs> be if they want to. Yeah. <laughs> they can be if they want to. Yeah, yeah. It's not quite big enough to get that shit, but it'll probably happen. Um, sometime down the road but um but yeah man so i've just been like getting my bearings and then my whole goal was like let me figure it out let me take the rest of 2021 to just build up a bank of episodes get my cadence get some guests get everything set up with the studio and the mics and then 2022 hits and then i'm going to start multi-camera doing youtube so where it's like super big boy podcast level just like any of the majors you know what i mean and then have the audio be just as good as the video so i've been doing that since the beginning of the year so now it looks good every time i watch an episode like i don't the audio doesn't sound bad you know yeah yeah, i do i see that when you like kind of like you know you mic like hey guys pull pull yourself yeah and i don't feel i don't feel bad doing that because dude like even fucking joe rogan has to tell people that all the time because he's always just like hey man you gotta fucking get a little closer so yeah i don't feel bad doing it um but but yeah, man. Um, so I've been now that I have a bank of like the multi camera and all that shit. Now I'm going to start advertising it because oh, right now yeah. it's just been. I just thought all... I glimpsed some like barcodes with your crux yeah over there in a box. Oh yeah, that's so those are stickers, man. I've been Hell handing yeah. those out. Yeah, so that's like with the QR code, so you can scan it. And yeah. then there's the link tree with the YouTube. So you've been bringing and Spotify. Them out to the shows and shit like that. Yeah, all the shows. Um, I handed like 200 of them out. This is another thing that's happens with with it's gotten my listeners up, which is so it's so weird, dude. Because I put YouTube as the top link for that. Mm-hmm. So it's like if you scan my link tree link. The YouTube to go to the podcast is the first thing because I figure that's a, something that everybody has YouTube on their phone. So like that's something that it's you don't have to be installed. I mean, that's just, yeah, it's there. And, and you don't have to. Yeah. And you, like everybody can access YouTube. doesn't yeah. matter if you're Spotify, Apple. So then I put it first because it's video. People like YouTube. It's universal. So I figured, oh, that's the thing that most people are going to click on. So I handed out like a bunch of uh, these at uh, Tom Segura. I handed out like tons of them right after the show. Okay. So that's a, that's a music marketing tactic. So I'm like employing That's like right. my you music badass musician yeah you know, yeah rock band yeah man so like i employed a lot of the music marketing shit you know what i mean so like i handed a bunch of those out and um it's funny dude like some people went to the youtube you know what i mean but most people just fucking listened they just went to the spotify and the apple podcast dude. Well, I, I know for me because i don't buy that youtube premium shit a little too expensive yeah with youtube like you have to leave it open your mm, phone true you know, with True. everything else, you can just shut your phone off. And I, like, I'll be in my garage 
doing some stuff. That's a good point. That's a good <laughs> you point. Know? And You're right. Like, I get to listen to it the whole time. I've been premium, dude. I don't give a fuck. Some people say it's too much. Dude, I just do it because I watch so much YouTube and I love having to be able to minimize the fucking window so I can do other things while the video plays. Yeah, but I already pay for so many other services. I know. There's so man. many services, dude. <laughs> I, I agree with you. There's a million fucking I services. The, I missed the three. Internet, cable, and phone. Like, what happened to that? Yeah, the cable. So, like, so even though, so I got like, I do like HBO Max, uh, um, Netflix. Disney Plus. No, no Disney Plus, man. Not we yet, don't. Though, when they get older, not right? yet. Maybe, yeah, probably will eventually. But so uh, HBO Max uh, and then um, Netflix, and then I have Spotify Premium, mm-hmm. and then I have YouTube Premium. That's still cheaper than cable TV. Well, see, like I got with packages. Three teen, well, two teen, teenagers and one eight year old. So I got Disney mm, Plus. Yeah, you have older. I got kids. Prime. I got with all the extra HBO stars, all that crap. So yeah. I'm spending like three hundred dollars a month just on TV shows, <laughs> man. Fuck yeah, and never can find anything to watch. Uh, Not to the wife, at least. Like, I gotta go wait. Like, I got to click through and scroll. You ever sit there for like forty five minutes just scrolling category? category yeah movie movie yeah no, i'm just not in the mood for that you know what she's in the mood for <laughs> three movies like titanic forest gum fuck and then like then she has to get dark a little bit murder mysteries yeah murder that's mysteries, all it is. dude like true crime that's all it gets her i mean yeah you gotta wake up in the middle of the night like this shit's real like you wake up and you see him watching it till 3 4 a.m yeah and then you're just curious of like she's just is she learning is she taking notes that's, yeah right yeah <laughs> and like how to kill the husband kind of like thing. how not to, like get caught you did you did Mikey B's podcast a while ago, right? Yeah, yeah. Can you smoke in there? Does he? You yes, just, they, they smoked. Yeah, right? they smoked in there. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Let's go. I'm supposed to go do that one soon. He's supposed to come down and do mine. I, I think that future. he doesn't like smoke a lot. Like we're like just like. Oh, well, I'm not like. Is there smoking in there? Do they allow smoking? Because I'm very uptight about the smoking. I was just saying like you know, fucking, oh, I was just I, I was trying to recall because I, I listen to that one pretty much every week, and that's the thing where I'll look at the video. But I will also just listen most right, of the time just because right. I'm busy, I'm driving, I'm fucking, you know. Yeah, uh, I know they smoke cigarettes, but nothing else. That's right. Okay. No, I was I was just curious because I was like, <laughs> they smoke inside. Fuck. Well, every now and Most yeah. people don't smoke inside anymore. That's why I was bringing it up. It kind of it's kinda sucks, <clears throat> too. You know, like, you used to be able to smoke in airplanes, but then I feel bad yeah. now that I think about it. Like, yeah, it's that a trip. That sucked for kids back in the day, just burning eyes of planes. Yeah, it's a trip, dude. That's like, a fucking trip. I miss IHOP, you know. They used to quarantine them off. You know, they used to go in this room if you're going to smoke. Yeah. Like, I just missed kind of a little bit of America like that, you know? Yeah, Like, yeah. everyone got treated equally, even smokers. Right. Like, I went to main event last night for a, a work thing. I actually won fucking uh, employee of the year at my company. Oh, hell yeah. So, yeah, man, it's, things are going great. I'm still a father of three. I got a daytime job. Comedy is a thing I wanted. I, I want to pursue all 100% into, but I still have to financially take care of three kids. Yeah, so. well, there's a long time. So, like, uh, I don't know if you, if you listened to this, like, when I first started, and, and he did it because he's been a friend of mine forever because of AA and because of sobriety and shit. But Alonzo yeah. Bowden did my podcast, you know, and, you know, winner of Last Comic Standing. He's been a professional headliner comedian for fucking over 20 Actually, years. Actually, I do remember that episode. I think I did watch yeah, that. It was like episode Joe Rogan. He's been on JRE multiple times. Like, he's a, he's a pro. You know what I mean? He's a national headliner, international headliner. Anyway, He's also been a friend of mine for a long time, which is why he did the podcast. And that was the first time I actually sat down and talked. It was a Zoom because he's in L.A., but that was the first time that I sat down and talked to him about stand-up comedy, really, mm-hmm. for the first time I ever knew him. You know what I'm saying? Because we've just talked about just everyday shit or sobriety or whatever. Right. So he was telling me, like, because my point is with you saying, like, oh, yeah, this is just what I got to do to support my family. He's like, dude, your first four years of doing stand-up comedy, this is what he said. He's like, dude any money that you make like in your first four years, she's like, just consider it a blessing. Like even oh, if it's absolutely. like 20, 30, 40 bucks, like consider it just a bonus. He's like, you know, you don't really make money your first like four or five years doing comedy. You know, he's like, you should just be fucking learning. He's like, that's like your college years. That's like when you learn the craft and you're absorbing, you're soaking it all in, you're getting good. Yeah. You know, you're learning yeah. how to do it. So <laughs> that's what he said. Cause I actually had another guy tell me, you know, he's like, watch your old stuff now. Like right, watch when, yeah, everything that ago. you did, like from months ago, even the fucking weeks ago, and you're like, you always find out you're getting better each time, and it's it does take time. I've humbled myself to that a lot. Yeah, coming in with like a that. high energy and ready to go, and it's like, yeah, bro, you just you're good. Keep the energy. Just you know, just know you got to be patient too. Have you have you uh, was this the first time that you ever tried stand up? This last time that you started in no. 2021? No, I did try when I was a, like a teenager, uh-huh. so like 18 and stuff like that. You went to a club and did an open yeah, mic? Or absolutely. What? Okay. Absolutely. It wasn't like a, anything. It was like, a, uh, I want to say it was 
God, I've, I think it's a closed bar now. Oh, you told was, me this is like downtown Fort Worth or something. It's like a jazz club or some shit. Something like, like that. No, it's I regular, that up. maybe a regular saloon or something like that. But that's no, it's it was not a that. bar. It was a bar for sure. But it just had like an open mic. It wasn't just like comedy. It was like music. You could do whatever you wanted to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I thought I'd go up there and try to do like a few minutes just to right. see. You know, and I've been in the theater all my life as a kid too. So it's like, you know, I've done improv, you know, and that's easy because it's a suggestion. So I was like, oh, I got this. I fucking didn't. I didn't have anything. I got up there and froze, got scared. Yeah. Didn't do anything. <laughs> you know, because I just didn't know what to say to these people. And I'm 18 that has no knowledge of life. I mean, I have heard my addiction, but nobody wants to hear a kid talk about doing meth at 13 with his mom. You know, like, yeah. that's not funny to them when they see it right then. Yeah, it's interesting, dude. It's interesting, right? So, like, I did the same thing, dude. In 2012, I fucking, I went to, like, a couple open mics, maybe, like, three, two, three, four. And then um, I did at the at the haha ha in uh, the haha ha cafe in fucking uh, North Hollywood, right? It was at their old location because now they're down the street. But I did that open mic. Um, you pay five bucks and you get three minutes or five minutes or whatever. Oh, you had to um, pay. Yeah, but you get up right away, so there's no like fourth block or anything. It's like the shit starts at six or seven or whatever the fuck. Like, yeah, you pay five bucks. Uh, Chris D'Elia, when he started, he used to do that every day. Five bucks, five bucks, five bucks, oh, five shit. bucks. Yeah, that's where he worked out. That's I guess where he I mean, got I guess, good. That's what I'm saying. I guess Supposedly, it's like according like a to the owner. membership, but it's comedy yeah. membership. According to the owner, yeah, he would go every day, right? Because they have it every day of the week, Monday through Friday. That's actually so I would go, I went to that a couple times, right? So I had like, I got lucky. I said like a couple funny things. I had a decent set or whatever. So you got the hook already? Like the little bit of the. So we'll check it out. So like this was like my second or third time doing stand-up right in 2012 so I, I had like a little decent set whatever like i got lucky and then this fucking comedian afterwards i got off stage and he's like hey man you were pretty funny like you want to come do my showcase you know it was like a bar show yeah right in hollywood so like a couple days later whatever the fuck whenever it was i went and did it right bombed ate a dick because <laughs> right? i'm a the lot there. more people too uh yeah there was probably like 20 30 people you know what i mean nothing crazy but there was a, enough of a crowd to get the feedback that i needed but so i because i i went in there i got the show guys i was like this is how it's done like <laughs> i broke the code bro it's easy <laughs> for me i'm a prodigy yeah, i'm a genius yeah, I'm, yeah you know plus i was a lot younger too so oh, i was like so cockier the and, was yeah there. you know more well, ignorant so like i go in there dude <laughs> i go in there i bomb and i'm like Fuck this. You know what I mean? I was just like, <laughs> fuck this shit. I didn't do stand up again until yeah, 2021. I'm 32 right now. Until 2021. So, yeah, 32. I don't know how old you are. I'm 36, dude. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm older than you. So, this is when I was 26, right? Um, or whenever 2012 was. So, that 26. So yeah, I was got 26. time, bro. I'm going to. Yeah. I yeah, yeah. don't die on anything, you know, stupid. Yeah. Yeah. There's always dying. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's get morbid here. Yeah. No, nah, but, but anyway, so that doesn't even count because that was like a three week span. You know what I'm saying? I well, went, you still I got a like taste four. for it. Though. I got a taste for it, but I guess what I'm saying is it's not really like what I'm doing now where it's like, dude, since June of 2021, I've been going to fucking four to six plus of mics, you know, all oh, the time. Dude, I, yeah. Friday, I see you all the time. All like, you hit more than I do, bro. <laughs> like, shit, yeah, I, hit, I, I, I do quite a bit. I do quite a bit. And, um, yeah, so it's nothing compared to that. I mean, cause this is like working bomb, like doing well, bombing, you know, the whole deal, fucking but, learning. I mean, you kind of have to know it. Like you kind of have to know what it feels like to suck sometimes. I feel big like big time, big time, dude. Cause I've been getting that more recently than I was when I first got, when I, when I first came into it, I was like, it was six months of just bliss and joyful. Like, yay. And yeah. I was like, Oh wait, I need to do better. Pink cloud. I, yeah. Casey, you know, Casey, right? Casey Coleman. Of yeah, course, absolutely. Right? You, you have you talked to him about that? Um, I've only ran into him a few times actually. Okay. Um, I accidentally was like drunk, like Facebooking one night, yeah. and I think I made like a shitty comment on one of his pictures, and I was just like, "Yeah." I deleted it real quick, and I was like, "I'm sorry, bro." Like, and, and then you blew him, right? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny, that's funny. So no, anyway, he's fucking cool. He's been on the podcast. We talk quite a bit. Anyway, his whole thing—if you ever talked to him. His whole story is that when he started, he he got lucky. He started. He was pretty funny right from the beginning, and then he he lost it, and he wasn't funny for a little bit. This is according to him, and he had to like kind of get his chops back up and build back up and get funny again. And you know what I'm saying? I think like, it's always evolving. New material. You can't get back up there and just tell the same six jokes, you yeah. know, and expect you to like be like I'm going to be funny every time with these six yeah. jokes, you know? Yeah, you got to try new shit. Dude. And new shit's scary. Like, have sometimes. you seen the Comedy Store documentary? Uh, I think I did watch that one. I, it's multi, multi, it's a Showtime, but you can watch it on. I watched it on Amazon. I just bought it on Amazon. It's like four parts, five parts, whatever the fuck. But you know, it's multi part. It's fucking great. If you haven't seen it already, I watched it a few months ago, dude. They talk about that. All the fucking pros, comedians that you and I each like. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? They're talking about, dude. If you're not fucking bombing, like if you're not working on new shit, then you're not getting better. 
They're like, yeah. you're not expanding your set. You're not getting better. You're not becoming more dynamic. You know, like they talk about all the fucking pros, like legends, even like Richard Pryor and fucking like Sam Kinison. Like they would purposely go on super late when there was like six people left and just, just go work. up there for an hour and just fuck around and oh. not do well. Dude, that actually sounds fun. That they would do like, like a, a fourth block kind of thing yeah. like where they would just purposely they would go up there just so it wasn't a lot of people and they just would just try shit. And just, yeah. Yeah, like Richard Pryor get up there and just bomb for like 30 minutes and then just be like, I'm not funny tonight and just leave. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> well, didn't Dave Chappelle himself said like the first like eighteen fucking ones he ever did? He just bomb, bomb, bomb. What bomb, I've bomb. so I heard Pat, Pat and Oswald talk about Dave Chappelle because I guess they started on the same day. They really? were at the same open mic. Pat and Oswald was nineteen. Dave was fourteen. This is according to him, and he said he he saw when Dave went up that he saw that quality. He's like, oh, this guy's got like that supreme level of. Qu-. He had the energy. He was new, but he had that energy. He was like, you could just tell he had like star power, that comfort, that just that presence. And he did well that set, but for like a year after that, bombed. Like, yeah, just like couldn't get a laugh. I guess according to him. Fuck. See, yeah. I, I mean, I but I think that's like you said. It's just that the integration, like anything I've ever done in my life, like military, anything, like you got to go through the fucking suck too. A you do, bit. you do, man. Yeah, get no, me that too. Suck to move forward. Man. You have to. You got to pay your dues. You got to yeah, fucking. You yeah. got to struggle through it, dude. I gotta um, humble myself each time that I get like a little bit of that good comic high, like where I'm like, oh, I'm doing yeah. so great. I'm getting twenty dollars a show. What? What? Oh, I'm making it. And then it's just like, wait a second, Sean. Like, you yeah, slow yourself down. Sobriety's like that too, dude. Like Absolute the whole first year, movie. the first year is shit. You're emotionally unstable. You're going through ups. You're going through downs. You're figuring stuff out. You're a new guy. You're getting hazed by old timers because you're you're new and you say and do dumb shit. Because you don't know what the fuck you're doing. You're just same thing it. with comedy. You're just trying to fake it till you make it. Yeah, same thing with comedy and. Just like uh, sobriety, just like another parallel to comedy and AA for me is that um, you everybody has their own experience, right? So everybody like gets like really emotionally sober mm-hmm. and shit, and has like a spiritual experience or whatever at certain times. Some people it happens really fucking quickly. Some people it takes a couple years, and I think that's the same probably for comedy too. Absolutely. People find themselves, people getting better, people getting like certain levels of comfort. You know what I mean? And it's there's so different. many different genres of comedy. Yeah. Like everyone's not going to be the same cookie cutter comic. I mean, I get that if you want to work a show, like you got to, you know, work on your clean stuff to your dirty stuff, you know? And, but at the same time, it's like, you know, you got your punk rock to your rap, to your grunge, to your metal, your screamo emo, just like music. You have those subgenres of comedy. Yeah. There's definitely different stuff, dude. Yeah, for sure. And it's great to see it at these mics lately. Cause like you get to see so many guys like awkward comic guy that I love to death. He's just great on stage is Dan Gilbert. Dude, he cracks <laughs> yeah, me inside. Dude, he cracks me inside. Yeah. I can't not just not smile when I see that dude on stage. Yeah, Dan is fucking. He's a character, dude. Just That's to be able to sit down in the audience and just not care. Yeah, that is amazing. Yeah, he's super comfortable for That's, sure. Yeah, yeah, he's super comfortable. But uh, <laughs> I saw him last night. No, I saw him last night because I went. I went to. I went and checked out. So the show I was on last month was at that was at MacGyver's. Um, they did the second one last night. So I went and checked it out because it's down the street from my house and uh, like kind of made a little appearance, watched a couple sets. Then I went up to Joe List's show. At, uh, oh, hiatus. I had free tickets and I didn't fucking go. Yeah, it was good, man. I watched the late show. Um, he was really cool, too. I was talking to him like on, on the side. Like he was hanging out in the room the whole time. He watched uh, CJ Landry set. Dude, CJ Landry's funny, dude. Dude, he's fucking, he's funny and he's a really cool guy. But I'll tell you this, dude, you'll, and you'll hear about this. This last weekend, he featured for Joe List the whole weekend. And, dude, his reputation's about to fucking take a couple notches upward because, dude, he murdered so hard. So Jacob told me that he did this on Friday, and I saw it with my own eyes last night on Saturday. He murdered so hard that fucking Joe had to, like, acknowledge it when he went on stage. You know nice. what I'm saying? And, dude, so I'm standing. Joe's sitting there watching the show, kind of playing on his phone during CJ's set. And I'm, I'm like, I'm God, like, I'm leaving him alone, but I'm also talking to him a little bit. He knew he could tell I was a comic, I think, because I was talking to CJ and I was off right, to the side. Right. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't sitting down. So I think he kind of just assumed. Very fucking cool guy. Because I listen to Tuesdays with Stories all the time, religiously. I listen to his podcast with Mark Norman. So I said to him, I said, like, an inside joke. Like, he's got, like, silent reflux. And they call it silent re. 
So like I leaned into him. I was like, "How's the silent re?" You know? Oh dude, shit! He didn't skip skip a beat, dude. He was like, "It's doing okay." I had some buffalo wings though, so I don't know. <laughs> like he didn't. Yeah, he he like totally just leaned like went right with it. Like I fucking knew him. You know what I mean? Oh, that's nice. Yeah, man. big time, super nice guy. So then uh then um then he then I was like I leaned back. I'm like, let me leave this guy alone. I don't want to fucking bother him. You know what I mean? Then he leans over to talk to me. Like he's talking to me. You know, carrying on the conversation. He's like uh he's like. I forget what the fuck he said. He said something. I forget. But he was, anyway, he was talking to C. He's like, God, will this guy start bombing already? Jesus Christ. He's like, he should be headlining. This guy's fucking Dude, killing. I worked with CJ at the Bear Creek Bistro. Oh, that's right. He like headlined the bar yeah, show or whatever. Headlined the, and I mean, he still killed that fucking show. And unfortunately, I invited a couple of people that showed up and like they walked out like during his showcase and he said something to him. My buddy still remembers that tagline. And it was like, you're a piece of shit or asshole. I'm like, nah. asshole or something like that. But yeah, CJ killed it, man. I even fucking went up to him like a couple weeks later. And I was like, "Hey, what's up, man?" He's like, "Looked at me I like he didn't know I was, who you I was, was talking to him. Yeah, I was, I was like, him. "Oh, okay." He doesn't remember. It's cool. It's <laughs> I think cool. you were. To be fair, though, I think you that night you had something different with your appearance that's not normal. I think you had a hat on or some shit. You don't normally wear a hat, or you had like a hoodie on. You looked a little different, dude. So if it is so, someone didn't know you that well, or maybe they only met you once, yeah, and you were different. You know what I'm saying? You looked different, dude. Yeah. Like, no. I knew it was you because I saw you before the to- the moment you're talking about. Right. But if I didn't know you that well and I saw you, I would easily kind of be like, wait, who is this guy? Oh, yeah, okay. In his defense. In his defense. <laughs> oh, no, no, no defense to CJ. CJ oh, There's cool, a fucking dude. defense, bro. Yeah, yeah. He gets it actually a copy of really every night. Yeah, when yeah, I yeah. finish, I CJ I Landry, him, you offended me. <laughs> <laughs> Call it. Dude, I have one no, more crazy cool guy, story dude. about this whole year was the TJ Miller show. Were you there? No. You didn't hit that? was before that? I started, I think. Dude, so me and my wife get tickets to go there, sit front row. We get drunk with this dude named Aiden Hunt. Really cool guy. He actually uh, ran like a little chef kitchen. Uh, then he was actually the bartender at uh, McFly's for a while. Okay. Uh, he was the bald one with the glasses. I don't know if he went to McFly's every now and then. Yeah, I did. Until the fucking... Have you heard about how it ended? Yeah. I was there that night. Oh, I, I missed there. that one night, yeah. the fight. Keep talking. No, no worries. Yeah, that fight was nuts. But anyway, um, the TJ Miller one, man, we go enjoy his show. I guess I burped during the beginning of his set. Okay. And I, we're eating food. We're drinking and we're getting drunk with this this couple. Well, actually, yeah. his wife was pregnant. I was just getting drunk with this dude named Aiden. And we're just getting hammered. At the end of the show, we're supposed to have a meet and greet. Well, I guess I missed out on it somehow. And I went to Eric and I was like, hey, Eric, you know, like this is before I'm even known as a comic. You know, I've been only been like three mics at that time. Yeah. And I'm like, Eric, you know, I was supposed to have this meet and greet. You know, it says it on my tickets. And he's like, oh, okay. So he brings us to meet TJ. TJ just looks at me and I'm like, hey, TJ, man, remember how we talked earlier? We're going to smoke that blunt. And he was like, I would never smoke with someone that burps during my set uh, and just like shits on me right in front of my wife. Fuck. Dude, my wife's Puerto Rican, bro. She doesn't take that shit. She starts cussing him out from yeah, the yeah. door all the way out to the full thing anthony fink was like i guess working with him at that time and fucking is just walking that dude home i guess the next day he got super drunk and like got into a fight with his wife of the dallas hyenas and shit like it was nuts tj miller yeah wow. there was a whole story on that i just wasn't involved interesting <laughs> dude that's fucking weird man he's coming back though so i'm gonna go buy tickets again <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah funny. i can't wait for that one that's fine i liked him in crashing i've never actually seen any of his actual stand-up his stand-up was good, man. Doesn't he put on, like, show? Doesn't he have props and shit? He had, like, a helmet that he kept fucking with, but that was only, like, maybe five minutes Okay, of the show. No, I wasn't saying it's bad. I was just... That's but he was slinging hot sauce, though, pretty hard. Like, his own hot sauce? He was pushing his hot sauce. Did he sell it at the shows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like... But see, with the ticket I bought with the meet and greet, you got a free signed one. They were trying to say that was just what, what that ticket was for. I was like, nah, bro, my ticket says meet and greet. Don't change uh, the yeah, game Yeah, don't on fucking me. change the game. Let me meet you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> but also, this is COVID like the height of COVID at that time. So mm. maybe he was being safe also, but then at the same time, just getting shit face plastered. Yeah. The other height, so, <laughs> I don't know. That's fucking funny, dude, dude. It's, it blows me away how much better, like, obviously like nothing's wrong with hyenas, Dallas and stuff. Like it's cool. And it's a great club. And I go to the open mic there every week and stuff. Nothing's wrong with it, but just aesthetically, Fort I Worth Hyenas, Hyenas Fort, is right. just such a great fucking club. And then dude. shout out to my best bartender, RJ. Dude. RJ's the shit. shit. He is fucking awesome. Yes. Um, you know, the staff is great. The fucking layout is awesome. You got the red room. You got the main room. You got the bar. You got the fucking little pool table area. Well, they give local comics such a chance. Yeah. Pool showcases in. Like Zach Sprung. I got to a five-minute special with him, man. That was yeah. so much I did a private fun. gig the weekend before this last weekend with Zach. That yeah, was pretty cool. It was for a police uh, awards banquet. How'd that go? Because it was kind of clean, wasn't it? it was, yeah, it? yeah. So I'm. I, I mean, I would say probably 
and this is just this isn't necessarily me purposely trying to do this. This is just kind of how things unfolded for me. Probably mm-hmm. has a lot to do with just where I'm in life right now. You know, I got a family, if I can this and that. Plus, I, I work out at Backdoor every week, so uh, you know. Okay. But uh, most of my my sets like fucking ninety percent clean. I but honestly, say. that's that's better comedy right now to get you forward. I mean, yeah, some places. you know, it, and it's not even necessarily me going like I'm only writing clean. It's just that's just how. It's oh yeah, you in ten years out. is going to be like a Bob Saget. You never fucking you know, know dude. Saying. You never know, dude. But like, uh, so I, I have clean because that's the majority of what I have, right? So uh, it was cool. It was interesting. It was like it was it was like hot and cold. Um, it was. I talked about this last week. It's just like all the pros talk about when they get hired to do private events. Mm. Like it's just not everybody there is a comedy fan because it's not the right setting. You're not in a comedy club, so you have to buy the kind of sell yourself to the crowd a little bit. Not only that, but dude, it was like it was the intro too. So like the police chief was the guy who booked Sib, right? Because Sib was the headliner, and then Zach was the feature, and I was the host, right? So he comes in, nice guy, great guy, um, loved us, gave a great review, loved all of us, right? But. He is not an entertainer. He's a police chief, right? So right. He, he's just a regular dude. And he's like, hey, we're going to start soon. And we're like, well, we're ready whenever you are. So he's like, okay, when everybody gets their food and everybody gets their drinks and everybody sits down, then I'll introduce you all, right? So like, okay, cool. So he's like, y'all ready? And we're like, yeah. So I'm assuming he's going to go on stage. He's, they do the, the intro. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, they turn the piano. There's no sound check. There's no nothing. He turns the piano on the, on the, on the stage, right? He doesn't go on the stage. He literally turns around on the ground level and just goes, all right, y'all, this is Crux Crawford. He's going to tell some jokes now. <laughs> and that's it. Mike's to you, that's bro. It. You got this. So I this. had to run on stage. <laughs> I said this last week, but I had to run on stage because I, I thought he was going up. I'm like, oh, fuck. So I had to go up. That wasn't cold, bro. That was frozen. Like that was, But it was fine because I did fine. And I did. I had a good set. I had. So it was like one of those things where like a joke would hit and then a joke would miss and a joke would hit twice and then a joke would miss. You know what I'm saying? So um, it was decent, though. Like I did well. You I, know mean, what I mean, you, know, you, can't, you can't win them all. <laughs> you know can't saying? win them all. And it was like it was real. If he Zach went up after me, he had a really rough set, dude. Really oh, rough set. Sometimes. Yeah, and he'll tell you. He'll tell you that. You know what I mean? It was rough. He ended early. Um, Sib, and this is the important part because this is all that really matters. Because he hired us, he paid us, and and it's his name going down. And he at the had end a great day. set. He had a great set, dude. He fucked. Well, they were warmed it. up for him too, because you two guys, man. We we he, we did our job right, yeah. and a lot of it was figuring out the sound, the sound, because no one had done a sound oh, yeah, So a large part of my back. set. I guess, so this is what the chief told me, right? So I obviously, I was in the audience, I don't fucking know. A large part of my set was actually them trying to figure out the sound because it was all weird and echoey and stuff. So he's like, actually, he's like, the problem is a lot of people in the back couldn't hear you for a lot of your set too. Like uh, they really had to listen. And Zach said that too, actually, because he was back there seeing how the sound was going to be. So, but it was cool. I fell on the sword. I got it worked out. Then Zach went up there. He kept warming them up. So by the time Sib went on, everything was completely dialed in. The sound was fixed. Like he fucking killed it, which is, which is and all you want. knows what they're there for at that Especially point. Especially at a too. private event. Yeah. Cause it's his name going down. Absolutely. So the most important thing is that he does well. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Past that, they're not going to really remember what went bad. No. They're just going to remember no. what happened. And good. it's his reputation, you know? So, and he was happy. He did well. They loved him. Oh, dude, when I hosted for Outlaw in Oklahoma, man, like I had like two good, like good jokes at first and then fucked one up completely. And it's like, you know, and it was funny too because uh, me and Andrew both said it to each other, bro. See how quiet that shit gets? Because it was a big old theater. It would just go, and it was just like in like a vacuum of silence. You could hear like any That's little so fucking fart. How many people was it? It was a good like hundred and something people, That's man. That's great. That's it awesome. wasn't intimidating on the crowd side. Luckily enough, the front row was like just friendly faces that I knew so I could shit on them and then just keep going, you know? But, um, Everyone had a Jordan Mack was there, dude. Had a great set. Oh yeah, that's right. He was on the podcast promoting that day, dude. Yeah. He had a great fucking set. That's great, man. dude. Zach had a great set. Even with, dude, like you were, did he doing, do a guest spot or what? Yeah, um, we looked at. We were, I looked at Andrew. I was like, Andrew, let's get Zach on because he brought me up there. And okay. I was going to tell you, we drove back. He was talking about driving on mushrooms. Dude's an expert. <laughs> that's expert. Funny. I, I'm not. That doesn't surprise <laughs> me one bit. Because two and a half hours drive back bit, from dude. Oklahoma, and we're all a mushroom. Like. Yeah, we're all on mushrooms. It wasn't. Safe. It wasn't a safe thing to do. I'm an adult now. Like, Who gives a fuck, dude? It's cool, mm-hmm. man. Newport's. Huh? I went out on menthols, bro. When I quit smoking cigarettes, <laughs> I finally fucking quit in 2015. <laughs> I went out on the most bitch ass cigarettes, dude. I quit smoking. My last year or two of smoking was the Camel um, Crushes. See, <laughs> yeah, I had the ones that were like it was like the green pack that was like a like a, almost a Listerine of fucking the cigarettes. super menthol. Oh, the Crush. 
Yeah. Yeah, because there was Camel Crush that would become menthol, but then there was Camel Menthol Crush. So it was already a menthol, then you crush it and become a super menthol. Dude, I like, love those. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what happened to me, dude. Something weird happened because, like, when I first started smoking, like, the, the years that I smoked, like, I would smoke for years, then quit, then smoke. I, and what I learned from all that is when I quit in 2015 this last time, um, I cannot have one. I can't have one cigarette, dude. I really want to be that guy that has, the, you know, I got friends mm-hmm. that fucking they have a cigarette, they throw it in their glove box, they forget about it, they smoke another one. So I can't be that guy, but I used to only smoke regular, dude. Menthol cigarettes, like early on in smoking, they used to gross me out. I'm like, oh God, who could fucking smoke with menthol? With reds. I Yuck. started with my mom's fucking yeah, special reds, blends. Reds, uh, camel, um, wides, uh, blend 27s. I never had a, a parliament. I did parliaments for a little bit. Um, you know, um, Sky, fucking Sky, number twenty uh, sevens, golden beaches. Do you remember those nah, sky dancers? No. So I was a poor kid, and like uh-huh. this is like the only thing you could get, and they're like dollar packs. You remember the little? Yeah. You'd see them like in the baskets in the front, like little Habibi stores. You know. So uh, it's like basic. Is it like basic brand and shit? Dude, Palm Mall. It's worse. Huh. It's lower. So I could not have a menthol, and then something switched in my brain, dude. Like towards the end of my smoking career, I fucking switch to menthol and then I couldn't not have a menthol like mm-hmm. if I bummed a cigarette and, it, and they didn't have menthol I wouldn't take it, it you'd be weird. picky right like but yeah. there's a point to where you're not picky anymore yeah like, two hours no, of a sure. cigarette you're like dude I'll fucking smoke a dick I'll right smoke now. anything yeah no <laughs> yeah. totally totally but but yeah it's weird so. no addict to addict honestly nicotine is the hardest thing yeah it's, it's hard it's the dude. hardest thing I can break they say it's harder than heroin I honestly it harder is. than coke uh, harder, harder than meth I, yeah, honestly this is the hardest thing I've ever it's had hard, to do bro. it's hard and, and dude I had so many plans I had so many fucking quit dates and I always failed this last time when I quit um, I didn't have a plan I, I literally see, just day just, by day it yeah it was completely pulled out of my ass and I fucking did so, it it gives me anxiety but that's after like it, nine bro. attempts that's yeah. after so many attempts because you were just done you're ready I was like, you know, I left my cigarettes at work at my job at the time and I fucking got home. And at the time I was living in this spot in LA that was really secluded. It took like 10, 15 minutes to drive. Like, so I just got home. I was off work. So I was like, dude, I left my fucking cigarettes at work. I don't really feel like getting back in the car and driving all the way to the convenience store to buy some right Mm -hmm. now. And you know what? I'm about to have two days off. So let me do, let me do this. I've wanted to quit for a long time. Let me see if I can just make it through my first two days, my two days off without smoking a cigarette because it'll be low stress. I won't have work stress. And let me see if I can make it through. So I made it through those two days. I get back to work. I'm like, dude, you made it those two days. It's almost that third day where yeah. like technically you're, you're, you're supposed to have nicotine out of your system according to what they say, right? Bullshit. Yeah, it is bullshit. It is bullshit, <laughs> it's, dude. It's so I was like, bullshit. let me make it through the third day. I made it through the fucking third day. So then, dude, literally, dude, I swear to God, it was just four, five, six, seven, eight. Just on and on and on. Let me see if I can get through this day. Let me You're see. You're giving me anxiety the whole time, just thinking about it, man. It was like, hard. It's, that's it's it was hard, so dude. rough. It was because I know, hard. like one day, one day, I'll be pacing the house and shit. My wife's like, "What's wrong with you?" I'm like, "I don't know. I'm just fucking on edge. Like, I'm just angry." Yeah. And it's like it's kind of ridiculous. Like I'm over there, like Nick fit. Dude, it's worse. It's worse than anything else, man. And the problem is, this, this is what I picked up at Narcotics Anonymous instead of anything else, man. Yeah, I'm smoking cigarettes. cigarettes, man. Well, you could pick up a lot. That of and coffee. Yeah, oh, dude. I that's why I don't drink coffee anymore. I, it's too much coffee at a young age. I drink, I, I'm coffee all the fucking time. I can't do it. I man. love coffee. I had NCOs that would just drink that shit 24 hours a day. Yeah. It didn't have to be hot, like just fucking black, cold, and just, <laughs> just mud, dude. And they're like, yeah. I'm like, dude, like, you're not going to make it past retirement. You keep eating that shit, dude. Man. Well, coffee's supposed to be good for you, man. Like, as long as you're not throwing, as long as you're not throwing tons of cream and sugar in there and so shit. I can drink that shit, though. I, I only drink black coffee. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I'm fucking weird, dude. That's that's hard, man. Yeah, like, black I can't coffee. do teas. I can do like a green tea, but it has to be like iced. I can't do any hot teas. Yeah. I, I only drink things completely black. That's why I have to have I'm kind of a coffee snob because I drink it black, so it's got to taste good. It's got to be like high, it's higher be quality roast. coffee. Yeah. Have you had the, this is um, that one, uh, Black Rifle coffee? I love Black Rifle. Yeah I, go to the, yeah. I go to the one in North Richmond Hills every chance I get. Yeah. See, I live right there. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. Like next time, I, if I'm leaving. To hyenas, I'll, I'll get that's you a good spot. Some, that's a good spot, beans, dude. Man. I need to get an actual because we just use a Keurig, so like I Absolutely. just buy the coffee pods. Yeah, but I want to get a real coffee maker because I don't feel confident about constantly having that hot plastic. Yeah, to I shoot agree. coffee out of, and I See, drink so much coffee too. <laughs> I, I, it's not good for you, dude. dude. I'll tell you right now, the Keurig though is the best thing if you're like a mushroom Lazy. person. Yeah. Dude, we've mixed it in with like hibiscus teas and we uh, actually make yeah. like our teas that way. Right. And like, I'm not talking like, oh, we just go out and do mushrooms all the time, but like, we'll take a glass, sit out back a couple hours that's, and go to bed. And that's smart because 
my memories of taking mushrooms are just choking down the dry ass mushrooms. Well, because you're just trying to get as fucked up as possible. <laughs> yeah. Now, like I'm 30, I'm like, listen, I just want to chill. Yeah, have a couple of giggles, uh, dude. One time, I did some tea with her, and I sat in the bed for four hours having a conversation in my head with her that I swore that she could hear me talking to her, and we were speaking telepathy. And then finally, I went to her after that next day. I was like, hey, babe, did you hear anything I said to you? She was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, legit, share. like, oh, babe, I thought you knew everything I had in my head. She didn't share it. No, nothing. She was just laughing at the fucking lights, man, just spinning around in circles. Because we had, like, a PlayStation, all this other little shit, you know, spinning on a little strobe and everything. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Just laying in there, just blissful, talking yeah. to my fucking self for four hours. That's fucking interesting, dude. <laughs> So sometimes, you know, like I, I feel like it, it's hard being like a, going from an addict because, you know, once an addict, always an addict. Right. Uh-huh. And then like, oh, go into like the, the natural like herbal. I don't do anything that doesn't grow out of the ground. So like besides I don't fuck with Coke. I can't do it. Too old for that shit. It's in the scene, you know, but I just can't fuck with it, man. That's None of that thing. would work for me. None of that would work for me. Like if I did, I could t- try to convince myself like, oh, yeah, I'll just take some mushrooms or, oh, yeah, I'll just smoke some weed. Dude, I will immediately fucking go just back. Haul, just haul right back, there. Yeah. You, like, call your old plug like, what's up? Let me get I used that. to, well, fucking my old plug's probably fucking dead. <laughs> like dude, you're taken by the cartel. But like fucking, dude, um, I. Was it red? Was well, it red from Pineapple Express? Is it your old plug? <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Dude, that was a great movie. Dude, I, it's Pineapple Express funny because like I saw pineapple express and tropic thunder those came out the same year i don't know if you remember summer of 08 i saw both of those movies with the chick that i was cheating on my girlfriend with those are movies <laughs> that we fucking both we saw both of those movies before we went back and i took her back to like my music studio we just fucking just went That's at nuts. it that memory is more and she was cheating on her gr- boyfriend oh you're so we had a mutual up. no we had a mutual understanding it was a good agreement because it's like I'm not gonna tell on you. You're not gonna tell me. We know exactly. Oh, what you're doing. just a fling. I thought you were like in a relationship. No, no, like, no, no. Oh, okay, no, okay. No, it was like a summer where you just get together and shit. No. <laughs> but it was a mutual thing, and, and and we both felt safe because it was like, hey, like you don't. Tell we both me, have something I don't to tell lose. On you. Yeah, we both have something to lose. It was both long term relationship. <laughs> yeah, but dude, it was it was. You know what the problem was for me? I had no business. So her. I can't speak for her because it was a little different thing. I think she was like with her like high school sweetheart that she'd mm-hmm. been with with for years. She, they were in college at that point. They shouldn't have been together anymore, but they were still were. And I was in my own version of that dude because the relationship that I was quote unquote cheating on, you know, I was 20, 22 uh-huh. you know, at the time. And dude, this was a girl that I'd been with for like a year, year and a half at that point. She was like 30. You know what I'm saying? So she was older. She was divorced. Her um, her ex-husband was in prison. And, like, I tried to break up with her before. Like, I was basically, I started, like, as her, like, boy toy. And then there were, like, like feelings developed. So I tried to break up with her. And then she freaked out. So I, like, felt uh, bad. you're, like, her security This was way before, it. yeah. And, and she freaked out that I was breaking up with her. You know what I'm saying? So then I felt bad. And I, like, I folded. And I went back. You know what I'm saying? So then I just told myself, ah, fuck, I felt really bad. So I'll, I'll go back, but I'm going to cheat. You know how many guys are like, fuck you right now? Because there's guys out there that don't get laid at all. And they're uh, like, this dude was like, he had the decision to end the relationship. <laughs> dude. <laughs> dude, and then and then I saw, I said to myself, I'm like, well, I guess I'll just cheat. You know what I mean? Like secretly. That's a hell of an answer to give yourself, man. I just felt, it's stupid, bro. But my point is, I was a kid. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and true, she was true, older. True. You know, she had, she had a kid. She was older. You know what I'm saying? So she was way more of an adult than me. Yeah, it's like, go and live she's your making life. a decision. She's like, <laughs> dude you got attached to this fucking 20 at the time i was 20 oh, okay. right when we first started uh doing stuff so she was buying alcohol for you too and shit like that well i was sober i got oh, sober at 19 oh, okay yeah. sober at 19 yeah, Hell yeah. yeah i've never had a legal drink dude only really? illegal drinks That's yeah nuts. yeah yeah my concept of drinking alcohol is like mickey's 40s miller high life fucking captain morgan straight <laughs> out of the bottle good, getting a bum to buy you a bottle of bacardi you never yeah. had like an old-fashioned i don't have a mixed like a, drink <laughs> no i've never had a fucking manhattan or a fucking See, like then a, that's an like adult the real drink. drinking yeah. yeah i've never had an adult drink you put me behind a bar i have no fucking idea what's going on wow. i don't know what a vermouth is i don't know what the fuck it does so um anyway uh think about that though like because obviously i'm 36 now dude so i've always i've been 30 and I was thinking to myself, like when I was 30, 31, I was thinking, dude, why on earth? Like the last thing I would do right now, I said this to myself when I was mm-hmm. 30, 31, the last thing I would do right now is I was already with my wife then, but I was like, let's say even if I was single, Just, yeah, the last you, thing I, I would you. do is get into a relationship with a 20 year old girl right yeah, now. You know what I'm saying? I'm not talking about like hooking up. I'm talking about a relationship. Attachment. Right? You live together. Like, yeah, you let her yeah. crash at my place. Let her move her shit in. Let her put mm-hmm. her makeup in my bathroom. Like live with me and get attached and expect 
that we're going to be together. <laughs> she's 20 years old, dude. She's a fucking kid. So I was a kid, dude. I was a kid. I you was 20, live, 21, though. 22. I'm in school. You. I'm in a band. I'm in a touring band. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like. Did you get to go state, like state, state? Yeah, yeah I've been all over. I've been to the oh, Canada, shit. U.S. See, yeah, man, that's fucking awesome, dude. And having the music behind it, like you have a little bit of the network kind of, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Well, I still, we still have a, I make, you know, I have royalties that I get paid and we still that's have a project. Yeah. Nice. yeah. Yeah. We got like 70,000 monthly listeners on Spotify. Uh, you know, I saw GW West, Garrett West, he's got his new band coming out too. Yeah, yeah. He's got, he's got a band apparently. But yeah, no, this is like, we, we had a record deal and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, we, oh, we still fuck. put out a song every month. That's fucking yeah. nuts. Yeah, man. Yeah, we still we still actively do it. I got, we got fans. Everything. Do you have a showcase ever? Like you go out and like uh, we before? did pre COVID. You know, we get offers, but um, it's got to be something that makes sense because now when neither of us live in L A. Uh, the producer he lives in uh. Arizona, and then I live here, so we still get together. We'll, we'll mostly send files back and forth. But we we put out a song every month. Like we have fans. Oh, you know what shit. I mean? Yeah. Okay, I'm yeah. missing out. I yeah, need to see that. Send me that link. Yeah. <laughs> you might like it. You might hate it. It's, I'm a, it's, I'm a dude. I'm a genre person. Yeah. Like, I do 1920s all the way to like. Well, what I always tell people is like, if you don't like my music. I could really give a fuck less because I have fans <laughs> and, and I make money right, doing it. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So we get like about 200,000 streams a month on Spotify. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's fucking awesome. That's more than most, dude. So, yeah, yeah. You, so you're like, you have roots everywhere in every direction, man. So. Yeah, man. I was Well, that's what I did for a long time. You know what I'm saying? Because that's something I'm not new to. I've been in the music business for since I was fucking 18 years old. You know what I'm I saying? I think, so, we, yeah, yeah. I've been, I've been there a long time. You know what I'm saying? So, um yeah, man, I, I've toured. I've done all that shit. I've gotten in fights with fucking promote, not fist fights, but I've gotten in arguments with promoters and and you know fucking managers and all kinds of shit. We've had to sue the record label that we were on with this project, and we got the money that we were owed after a oh, year. Oh shit! Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever heard of Attila? Have you heard of the band Attila? Attila. It sounds familiar. So, did you ever get in like metalcore or anything like yeah, that? Yeah, like, like the Warped Tour shit. Well, uh, like you know, Wildspeaker. Or uh, uh, see, like I got into the underground thrash scene around here a little bit. Okay, my boy Nelson Favela, shout out to him though. Nice. But he's a guitar player for uh, Wildspeaker, and they're actually just released a new album. But it's all thrash. And That's cool. Like that. Yeah. So this is so that whole scene like that that's a really big band the guy has his own label and stuff and him and his manager you know i can't speak to what he directly did but his manager is a moron dude his manager tried to straight up jack our music and not mm -hmm. pay us for it the money that it was on the contract so we had to sue him and we won and uh we had to leg we get legally got the money drafted out of their record label bank account dude, that's so dope yeah man. legally like bank of america had to freeze their account for 30 plus days and withdraw the $6,500 that they owed us and send it to me personally in a cashier's check. <laughs> yeah. And just like, just, you know, just send him like a thank you letter back. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about it. So, Cause like what he said with the last email, one of the last emails he exchanged with us was you will not get any financial compensation from me. That's the last one before we just went straight up like legal documents. You know, you right. need to go to court. You lost in court. You need to pay us. Cause he still took your shit and tried to, I really, I didn't do it, but I really wanted to reply to that email when I got the check and put the pick of me holding the check and go, <laughs> are you sure about that? You should you know? have. You should have <laughs> I though. should have. Yeah. But um, my other, the dude that I do it with, uh, do this, do this project with, he, uh, he didn't want to do it. So and out of respect to him, he was kind of squeamish about doing it. And it's not just mine. Just not it's not more drama. Us. You already won. Yeah. Why, why, That's why what stick he said. it in? He's like, yeah, why do that, dude? Let's not be on his level. And but I was I like, mean, no problem. At the same time, though, yeah. it's nice. I would have. Yeah. If it were just me, bro, I would have sent it. I would have sent a follow-up. My would've balls would have been sitting on the check. I would have put dude, my big like, yeah, <laughs> Exactly. I would have put my nuts on top of the check. You know, everything, dude. And like... He didn't want to do it, and it's not so out of respect to him. I was like, yeah, I'll I mean, it's fair. It's a business. You got to work, you know, your team. If yeah, man, it's cool. So you know, we 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 do decently well with it. Uh, we need to pick things back up. We've been releasing music regularly, but you know, because of COVID, and because of the geographical thing, we've been a little detached. So I actually need to plug back into that. But but yeah, man, um, it's uh, it's interesting, dude. But uh, yeah, man, what business? My point going back to the relationship thing, like. <clears throat> I look back because now that I've been third, I've been her age now. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And I was a lot younger than that girl then. You know, and I'm like, I'm like, dude, why? What did she expect? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there there so should have been. No it's not like now, it's not like I was like married. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I went to like the movies with this other chick secretly. It's like this was like I was in a relationship I shouldn't have been in. You know what I'm saying? I'm too young. Yeah. I tried to end it. It didn't work. Then I fucking felt bad, so I stayed in it. But I really wasn't involved. Dude, you were Johnny Depp and what's eating Gilbert Grape. 
Oh, is that what he does? Remember the older wife was like married. So fucking long. She was like married, and uh-huh. she was like having sex with him as a, like a little grocery boy because he worked there too. Oh, okay. And was like, Leonardo DiCaprio like his brother? Or something? Yeah, because he okay. was like special needs. I remember and then that. His yeah. mom was like super fat, and like they had friends okay. fall. Th- they kept like foreshadowing that she was going to fall through the house, uh, but she never did. Huh? Never did. What, you mean like physically fall through the house? Well, like yeah, because she was so big. Like right. they would always show like the beams and supports like getting shook around, little dust falling off. You know? uh, Hear the creaks and groans. I haven't seen that in so fucking long, dude. Oh, dude, I'm a movie buff, man. That's all. So I am I, but I just haven't seen that one in a long time. But know? yeah, realistically, yeah, you were just like you were her support blanket, and yeah, there's yeah. no need for that. I mean, that's that's why when people were like, oh, that was. It's like, yeah, you know, I guess on paper, yeah, it was shitty, but it's like it shouldn't have been happening. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It shouldn't yeah. have been happening. Like, if I did that now, hands down, no excuse, that'd be shitty. That would not be cool, and that's something you shouldn't do. But being, like, in your early 20s, and someone's, like, nine years older than you, and they're expecting all this stuff out of you, it's like, what do you expect? See, it was hard for me. I, I got married at 19, oh, known yeah, my shit. wife since we were in middle school. Uh, the we, same one you're with now. Yeah, same one I'm with now. We went through our ups and downs, man, all kinds of crazy shit, military High school sweethearts, like I mean, like we defeated all the odds so far, <laughs> you know. But you guys are the same age. Yes, we are. So both you grew 32. emotionally at the same level. You know I yes, yes. I, I feel like we we tackled through a lot of different humps together mm-hmm. and apart, which brought us even more together. And uh, once you actually know like the person that you're with for that long, I mean, I I feel like you know it takes a lot to keep that energy because so nowadays it's so easy just to quit. It's so easy to be like divorce done. Uh, we can break up relationship split. Here's half the money. Here's half the money. There's that. I just, it's hard for me because like I grew up in such a broken ass, like shit home that like I always wanted the, the construct of a family and I'll do anything it takes to keep it going. There's never a reason to quit for me. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to like that. And that's the reason I hold on to it so hard is because I've just seen it so broken. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I got deep on that one. Bro. No, me too, man. Me too. I had a, similar kind of thing dude like my parents uh split up early and you know all that shit i feel like you have to have darkness in your past on some level to get into stand-up you dude know I, mean? I mean that's where Just my, like everybody my last about. name comes from i was born with bowen which is my mom's original husband's name she actually cheated on him with a brazilian dude which you know that's like you heard my joke on stage yeah, before yeah, yeah. but that's like true you know and then it's like she lied to everybody, even my whole family about who he was because of race. It's all Southern Baptist family and shit. So, and then I get moved into another family. It's just meth and that's all they run through. And then you see just the negative of both sides and see racism with drugs. And then you see like what drugs did you with the abuse and then neglect and then, you know, the sexual abuse. I mean, it goes everything as my childhood, man. And so it's like, that's why I think now, like growing up and being an adult, getting all this shit, you know, at 30 years old, both of us, right? We're all 30. It's just like we're so much more involved than I feel like most kids are. Yeah. Like, you know, most people that are that were 30 when we were 20. Yeah. Are, you know, and it's changed. Yeah. And everybody's on a kind of a different level. It kind of depends on what your exposure was and stuff. But uh, yeah, dude, it's, uh, it's fucking, it's crazy. There's, I feel like there's got to be some kind of darkness there for you to want to like do stand up. Yeah, stand up is you know? the the outlet, man. It's the thing, the validation that never, that you just never could. When the first time I, you've had that high, the stand up high, when you get that yeah. fucking crowd roar, dude, that validation is like the best drug I've ever taken in my life. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's great. And I think also just even aside from how you do, just the fact that you're like, yeah, I want to go and stand in a fucking light in front of people <laughs> with nothing and yeah. just me. I feel like that you got to be just like everybody talks about, dude. Like you have to be kind of insane to do that. That's not normal. You yeah. Know what I mean? What's really gone away from me now that I notice like different comfort levels. Like now that I'm like, uh, now that I've been doing it, um, you know, for a tiny little while, I notice the difference of like when I'm getting ready to like go up, whether it's a show or whether it's an open mic with people, like I don't care as much anymore. And like the first few times it's like, dude, every instinct in my body is telling me, dude, don't do this. This is not good. You should not be doing this. You should be running away. Not like, not necessarily like you suck or you, but like, cause I hear a lot of comics talk about that. Mark Norman talks about that a lot, but it's more just like, what are you doing? This is not good. Well, yeah, you're in back in this your head against every instinct. You should not get up there. You know, as you're talking, your brain's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like, that's not funny. That's not going to be funny. Yeah. Why are you even thinking of saying that? You're going to you get know? up there and stand in front of these people. You don't know. What are you doing? Do you remember the what pacing? Are you, doing? you don't have to do this. Remember the pacing. So I, w- so I definitely, 
so I asked people, I asked Jacob, I asked a bunch of people, I'm like, I'm like, am I moving around? They're like, no, you're moving around a healthy amount. But I've on purpose tried to, I try to just stand still right now. It's just something I'm just like currently like working on. Cause it's mm-hmm. like, let me see how fucking still I can be. <laughs> Cause that's, that's counterintuitive for me. I do like to move around. Right. I like know? George Lopez. Like he likes to move the whole stage everywhere and there. Right. But I just realized I was just doing this cause hyena stage is like this small. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like back and forth. Yeah. I definitely, I definitely paced more for sure. You know, I was I mean? a big pacer in the beginning. I remember. I think, just, I think everybody moves around a bit. Right. Oof. Just the shakes, you know, you're just over there like, and then the deep breaths, and then you're just like, you don't want to say, um, you know what I'm saying? You don't want to be like, uh, like, yeah. <laughs> or the silent pause, because you only get three minutes. You're like, oh, come on, dude, three minutes. Like, I had it right yeah. there before I stepped on this yeah. motherfucker. So now I fucking, now th- I'm getting to that stage where a lot of that stuff is starting to wear off, mm-hmm. and, I, and I just am way more, like, grounded, and I don't have that anxiety as much. I still have anxiety. Absolutely. But, but it's not like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Get the fuck out of here. You don't yeah. need this. You know what I mean? Dude, <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> I feel you, bro. It was like, I remember walking by Haynes that one day, <clears throat> and just saying the open mic sign, and my wife's like, you finally need to fucking do this. Like, you've been talking about it for years. Just get up there and see what it's like. Yeah. And now she's like, I fucking hate that you do comedy. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> No, she just, you know, it's all the time that it consumes, you know, and it takes a lot. I want to do more, but at the same time, it's like, I can't pull that far away from my family. I still got to. Yeah, it's a balance. Mm -hmm. It's a balance for sure. But uh, you you have to find it. And dude, to me, because I know a lot of people say, and this is just my personal opinion, you know, it's it's just like everybody else's. It's worth the same amount. So um, like. Some people say, like, dude, you just need to fucking, no matter what, dude, just fucking get up every hour, every day, every minute you can. I was doing that for a long period. Now I'm like, let me strategically pick the the places to work out that I feel like are going to benefit me the most in terms of just what I'm going to get the most out of. Where am I going to get honest feedback? Where am I not going to be just in front of five other fucking comedians that fucking glare at me the whole time? Like, that's not going to be... That's not going to be like beneficial to me. I'm not going to grow from that. Like, right. I, okay, every in some way, shape, or form, I do believe like every minute you spend on stage talking into that microphone is going to benefit you some way. It's another minute. It's another hour of experience on your plate. But I feel like you're not like unless you have experiences that you can learn from, even if they're bad. Like you're not going to grow. Yeah, you so. need an audience. You need a crowd. Uh, I feel like you, you need to know those things before because you you know it was weird going to hyena some nights and you'd have like six comics and nobody else because you're going third, fourth blocks and nobody's there. Right. And then you start getting those first and second blocks and you get to try a whole crowd out. Yeah. And you know it's like that mindset and that energy difference is just insane. Yeah. Which I get it now that we're like you know I, I say oh now that we're a little seasoned <laughs> we're nowhere near <laughs> no, season. No, you we're know? still. Bev- very new but we're, we're 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 older than we were yeah you know i mean absolutely. more experienced than we were and like, i think it takes it just takes just um just the passion to keep moving forward yeah yeah and grow and like so this is my point like okay so back to fucking mcfly's right because <laughs> yeah. i was there the last night it went down i was there for the ian mack fucking showdown oh shit. so dude like did you hear what happened i did okay so like i went up, i went up and then a bunch of people jp just started so the whole time these fucking guys are playing pool right and mm-hmm. they're like regulars at the bar like they go there all the time they live around the corner and shit they're playing pool they're they're breaking the you know the they're breaking the fucking balls you know what i'm saying and they're fucking doing shit and they're kind of being loud they're talking they kind of get told to be quiet and they do get quiet, but then I think they're drinking and they forget. And then like a new guy will show up and they'll be like, Hey, like, hey. And so they were not paying attention. So then Ian kept trying to be polite about it. Then all of a sudden, dude, JP's like one second into his set and fucking the guy breaks the fucking, according to Ian, the guy looked right at him when he did it. So, uh, and I don't know if that's true or not. Cause I wasn't paying attention. I was talking to somebody, but dude, fucking, Ian just goes like, God damn it, motherfucker. Like, it's so something <laughs> like that. Like, what? We'll I'll have to talk to him about it when he's back on. Cause, dude, he fucking, he was like, You fucking idiot. Like, fucking breaking. Like, you dumbass motherfucker. Shut the fuck up. You know? He went off, dude. So then all those fools were like, Oh, yeah. Like, they started stepping a little bit. So I jump in. Cause I could tell, and I was like, "Hey, hey, man! Like, he's just pissed. Like, don't mind him." But they were like, know. "Oh, fuck!" All right, <laughs> looking at yeah, you. <laughs> I was just, I was, but I was being non-com. I was like, "Hey, guys, let's just calm down. Like, don't worry about him. He's, he's, he's tripping." Because I could tell what was going on. Ian was right. They were being kind of inconsiderate, and they're dumb, and they didn't care, and it was rude. But to be fair, you are kind of in their turf. They're regulars at that bar. They live over there. It's not a comedy club. It is nope. a bar. And Ian will admit this now. I'm sure. Like, you know. Yes, they're being ignorant and they're being rude, okay? 
on paper, but we are kind of in their zone. You know what I'm saying? They go there every night. It just happens to be comedy night. You know what I'm saying? So we are kind of like, you know, doing the, the, uh, what do you call it? The fucking, uh, what do they call that? The gorilla comedy or the forced comedy or whatever. Yeah. Cause like combat, like Quinlan's bro. Have you been to Quinlan's? No, but I know what it is. So, (laughs) so check this out. So then he, um, we break up the fight and then they try to take it outside and fucking Ian went off on him again. I heard about the outside portion. Like yeah. They went we up. broke that up too. And then everything calmed down and everybody left. But so my point is, okay, me, I went up before that happened, right? I did five minutes or whatever the fuck it was. Me doing that set in front of three comedians that have heard all my jokes. Plus these fucking dudes that aren't caring and they're playing pool and, and shooting shots and shit. Like, that's not as much of a benefit for if I do comedy in front of a crowd that's listening and let's say I don't do well, mm-hmm. right? And I get honest feedback about the material I'm presenting to them, right? Yeah, because you can throw that's, jokes away that were actually good and you didn't fucking... You'll never know. You never know. That is way more valuable to me than talking into oblivion and fucking not knowing if what I said was actually good or not. You know what I mean? So, Well, I mean, I feel like some of the comics are good about telling you like you know but at the same time if you don't have that crowd feedback it's like those zoom fucking comedy shows you see that shit where you'd be on a camera and like doing I never did one because there's no way I'm gonna just talk into a camera and try to tell jokes and then pause for laughter yeah you know like I just no fuck that it's too awkward man like you need the whole thing about comedy I always felt like a good show was when you could work with the bounce with the crowd back and forth back and forth you get your laugh or you get your response of whatever you want because sometimes not a even a boo or an uh like that's the response I I wanted actually yeah when you tell a joke you know you don't always need the horrible laugh you know the big loud laughs you just sometimes even the 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 cringe moments are the ones you're looking for too so yeah I just like working with the crowd that's the most fun playing with the crowd yeah yeah totally totally man um but yeah dude I don't have uh, this week has just been fucking hectic dude normally I have a bunch of <laughs> clips that we go over and no, stuff I'll have no. to have you back when we have uh, like maybe we'll have you back with Ian or have you back with Stankto or something and and we'll uh, like go over some fucking clips and do all this shit this week has just I been fun. fucking crazy still had a great time oh, yeah no it's, it's awesome it's just I I really try to incorporate a lot of that stuff into the format because I, I really like to riff on stuff I like to go over it and normally I have a bunch of stuff prepared but this week I just fucking it's just been crazy it's like TikTok clips or something like that typically. just different clips yeah different TikTok clips different youtube clips or if some subject comes up you know that we that we like or you know or that we talk about i'll, I'll bring it up or I'll, <laughs> I'll look on a lot of the dallas and fort worth reddit's pages and like if there's interesting things that i see come up happen interesting articles like i'll bring shit up but it's just been so fucking busy this well week, did you hear too. about i got one that's current news oh yeah fucking ukraine man did you hear about that they're releasing well, yeah. prisoners now yeah yeah, yeah. And to actually fight for them hey if you know how to fight or shoot a gun get out of prison oh, yeah they were giving well in the beginning they were just telling everybody they're like hey if you want to help defend the country here's a gun <laughs> here's a gun you go and defend go to your town square and just mount up <laughs> it's fucking crazy dude <laughs> it is nuts but i mean i saw speaking of like tiktoks though i saw a video where it was like a ukrainian like holding a boomstick out and letting mm. it get shot and just fucking laughing his ass off like having a great time mm. i was like man it's you know it's it's like, what would it be like here? I wonder. <laughs> just a little bit. I don't want war. I promise you. Yeah, but you no, know. that's horrible. But you just horrific. imagine Texas. Just imagine Texas. If war came to Texas. Yeah. Well, it's it's a, it's a completely different culture here for sure. I think people, but you know, the Ukrainian people, I mean, they're showing, they're not playing around, bro. Cause like they straight up said, Russia was like, it's way fucking harder than they thought it was going to be to fucking occupy this place. I mean, yeah. what is it? That's why, you know, America never gets occupied because more people own guns than the military. Well, it's, there's an ocean and everything too. That's I mean, a geographical that too, thing yeah, too. Geogra- so we rule. We are way miles and miles and miles ahead economically. You know, strategically. You know, uh, defense wise of the countries that we border with. Yeah, so America. That helps. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Canada's <laughs> Canada's our fucking little partner, and fucking Mexico is. You they're know, like the the hall monitors for us. Like yeah, they, they have are. the pass and everything. You know, they're like, they're like hey, the, you're late for class. Yeah, they are, dude. They are, dude. And like Mexico is like our friend from the hood yeah yeah he gets us the weed from his brothers or <laughs> like, some shit it's like, like here's they don't that have crumble. the money they, they'll, they'll fucking cut your head off and put it on a mailbox but bro also but they need get us. cheap pit bull puppies though yeah Very but they need us puppies. like we're their customer bro they make a lot of money off of our drug sales dude that's sure. what i always hate going by like sean santos sometimes because you know people div- like they don't understand like brazilian is not mexican it's right. not puerto rican it's yeah. not it's its own thing it's portuguese and spaniard mostly 
and that's where like where my family is like so i am actually like half portuguese i'm like just almost all portuguese which is technically over in europe right you know but that being said though it's always nice though because it's like no bro i don't mow yards i don't fix roofs i don't do none of that yeah, like, yeah, i'm not the brown different. that does that yeah yeah you do jujitsu <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. They all ask me, like, do you know Joe Rogan? Because you're Brazilian. Uh, yeah. That's funny. That's funny, dude. It's like I met him once, but you know, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Well, uh, cool, man. We went over dates already. Um, we're a little bit over the hour mark. But, oh, hey, yeah. man, everybody, thanks for tuning in again. Thanks for coming down again, Yes, man. absolutely. Follow me on Sean Two Santos on yeah. Instagram, TikTok. It's all the same. Makes it easy. S-H-A-W-N, number two, and then Santos done dude um yeah so i'll have to have you back um next time because like i said i'm gonna start having a lot more two guest episodes hell yeah uh, i thought it'd been fun if we could have brought him in just oh it'd be great and that's why i love doing those and i want to start doing them more often because like this is great this is cool i love how i'm set up right now currently for this i want to maybe get some chairs instead and get rid of the table so it's like more of a hang because when you have two guests and you got three people four is pushing it because that's a lot of voices right but like uh Three is great, dude. I've had super fun with the with the times I've done the two guests and me, mm. and it's way more of a hang at that point because you're having a conversation, you're bouncing stuff. It's off. It's not just bam, bam, bam. Yeah. it's like bam, 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 bam. You know? Which is cool. <laughs> yeah. Which is cool. Like one on one is cool. This has been great, but it just it just uh, it's way more of like a hey, did you fucking hear about this? Like yeah, shit comes yeah. up. Some you know beanbags, I mean? dude. Just some beanbags. Yeah, that would be so sick. Bean bags be a little t- see because so we're a little old wanna, too, so it's a little hard to get down. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll get down. It's just it's just a matter of I, I would feel like it's just like too slouched, you know. Mm, so I want to get some enough, chairs, like enough. some some like armchairs, and then I can put the the uh, the mic uh, uh, arms like on the side, like me on a side table, and then move this sign. So that way you're just kind of hanging out and put in a position where everybody can see the TV. They're you know uh, I mean? throwing up like a prop wall or a sheet. So you could have that as a back wall, even a green screen. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't really want to do a green screen, but uh, but yeah, man, I mean, just make it so everybody can actually just sit down. Because right now, this is very set up for like one on one. Yeah, like, I, I like looking into your eyes though. They're Thanks, beautiful, man. Thanks, beautiful man. blue eyes. I do it just for you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, like so, I want to I want to definitely change it. So the next time you come back, I'll have you with another guest. That we'll figure out, and it'll be it'll be fucking cool. You guys remember that he said I was coming back. Fuck so, yeah, of course, of course, man. This is I've i love that people want to do this, and it it's cool, man. Because I like in the beginning when I was barely starting it, like I used to have to be like, you know, fucking come on, come do it. And I get it because it's like, oh, this fucking new guy. Like, plus a lot of people, I feel like, and this is explained to me, like a lot of people, when someone says like they have a pod, like a podcast, mm-hmm. it's like you go to their apartment and it's like them with a microphone and fucking, you know. I'll fucking do it. Dude. I did a shit show with uh, Anthony Fink where I went to a bathroom and we were next to each other you shitting. Told me. Yeah, you told me, yeah, yeah, yeah. You told me. I, I guess what I'm saying though is like some people are hesitant though because they're like, you want to come and do my podcast and there then you come and like you sit there on the floor in their apartment next to their dirty laundry with one microphone <laughs> and i'm saying that fair enough works. fair that's enough. what they're yeah. saying there was know? actually no like no this has production value like you I try to make time, it good it looks good man. yeah i, I like try it. to make it good man so like i'll have you back with a guest and um yeah sorry everybody i fucking it's been so busy i haven't had a chance to do like clips and shit i'm gonna fucking go to bed tonight it's the first thing i'm gonna fucking do when i turn the cameras off and the microphones off but uh but yeah man thanks for coming by dude no uh, you got anything else you want to say or no man whatever? i appreciate you having me here man and uh thanks for the time and y'all see me again cool man we'll see you guys next week crux yeah bitches Woo. let me hear you say crux yeah crux yeah let me hear you say crux yeah crux yeah crux yeah podcast crux proper